0: welcome 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 season three wind down with kev i am kevin span kevin span the insurance guru and i am so excited today this season the hashtag is change the narrative and party people in the place to be trust me we are going to change the narrative on this one welcome 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 wind down with kev party people in the place to be i'm so glad that you're tuning in on this wind down wednesday to watch the show and enjoy my incredible guests people i have one of those guests one of those unique people that make such an impact on you the people that she takes care of, that she has the ability to go by one name and one name only. And I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly, but if I mess it up, please have my back and clean it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Yadlin. Yes. Yes, that's it.
1: Yes, Yadlin.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's always comforting when... uh, People get difficult things right, so I feel good about that. So Yadlin, let me give you a proper introduction, and you add to it. Your description in your IG box is broker, entrepreneur, team legacy. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the legacy team, um, and let's talk about it. Talk about yourself. Tell the people what they should know about you. Hey,
1: awesome. So Yadlin, Yadlin Charbonnada, you know, I got to give my husband credit. Give him props. Family props. Um, I am a licensed associate broker with Keller Williams. I've been licensed for about 17 years. Um, I actually got my broker's license during the quarantine. Nice. So, you know, that was a a great opportunity for me to take advantage of all the time that we had. Um, That was something that was important to me. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. Um, You know, I did a lot of planning just like a lot of people did during the quarantine, right? So um, I'm a mom of two awesome boys. Yes. I'm married. Um, I run a team in Garden City. We actually work from Brooklyn all the way out to Suffolk County, the legacy team. I work with some amazing people, some amazing women. And, you know, my goal is to be, like, the number one real estate resource for all of you, for me to grow and help other agents grow and become number one. Like... Like, I am all about sharing. I'm all about empowering. I'm all about just making the real estate industry an amazing industry where we all can work together and collaborate with each other.
0: I so. love it. I love it. I love it. And thank you for shouting your your family out. I see you and your husband and your boys on vacation. So let's give them some credit so when they tune in and watch this with you, <laughs> they should hear their names.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. My family is my wife, my boys, my husband. You know, my family is very, very important to me. What I do, I want my kids to see what I'm doing. I want them to emulate what they see from their parents, and I want to have, like, great people around them. So my family is very, very important to me, so that's why I make sure that they're a part of what you see.
0: Absolutely. I see you taking the boys to showings and everything. What are the boys' names?
1: Lucas and Nolan.
0: Lucas and Nolan. I love that. And we got to, I tried it before. I'm not going to forget you, hubby. I got you. Let's (laughs) shout his name out. Paul, my baby Paul. <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul. What's good, Paul? Thank you for getting Yadlin come and do the podcast and spend time uh with us today and just continue to pro
1: As a matter of fact, he grew up in this area.
0: That's so. what you said. When I called you and yeah. said we'd be out here doing it today, you said I know the area that's where he's from, so yeah. this was easy. Not too much for you to no, to find so to, to, to get out to the, the area where we have the podcast at. I don't I don't really say where the podcast is at because okay, so some I'm, people think we're inside my house. Okay. So I let Maybe that elision, I let it live. We I'll might be in that. your office. You don't know. You you, you <laughs> never, never know. So let's get into it. Um, you were on stage yesterday talking about social media corporately, but you were with probably one of the most beloved athletes in the history of New York sports. You're on stage with Mario Rana- Rivera. What yeah. part of the game is that? Listen,
1: that was such a great Great opportunity. I was so honored to even be asked to do that. One thing that I'm going to share with you guys, I actually, I've had for like a while a fear of speaking in public. No way. It it wasn't really bad, but I, I, like, if you asked me to do it, I would not, because I'm like, no, I can't do it. But during the quarantine, that was one of the things that I said that I wanted to work on. You know, you have to make yourself uncomfortable when you want to grow. You want to do things, right? Yes. Yes. So since then, I've been on podcasts, I've been doing Zoom trainings, I've put myself out there. So for me to be asked to be on a panel with someone like that was just like, wow, like I must be doing something right.
0: That That is, that is so incredible. You're on a panel, Mariano Rivera, greatest closer in the game in the history of baseball, even a better person. And you're not there with him. You're not talking baseball. You're in front of some of the elite agents from Keller Williams. Yes. Talk to me about that.
1: So so I my panel was on lead generating through social media. Okay. For the last six years, um, this is when I became a full-time agent. So like I said, in the beginning, I mentioned that I would have been licensed for 16, 17 years. Um, I wasn't always a full-time agent. I was one of those agents that I did a couple of deals here and there. I had another job, a dual agent. Um, and about six years ago, I looked at my boys. I remember coming home from my job, and my boys were young, and they wanted to hang out with mom. And my mommy was drained. Yes. I didn't have any yes. energy, and I didn't like that. Yes. I didn't like that I didn't have time to spend with my boys, my yeah. family. So at that point, spoke to the hubby. I was like, babe, I think I want to focus on real estate. I think I want to quit my other job and just – Focus on real estate. I'm going to treat it like my business. And my husband, I thought he was going to be like, absolutely <laughs> not. But he was very, H very, very to the I thought he was going to be like, hell no. <laughs> and he, said, he was like, you know what, Jan? I think you would be awesome. I think you would be amazing if you focused on real estate. I was really shocked. I was very happy that he believed in me. And so I quit my job. I gave my two weeks notice. And I literally started to treat this like my business.
0: Outstanding. And
1: that's when I started... On social media, okay. I think that's when I first uh, started my first Instagram account. Wow! I had another agent tell me I had no idea what Instagram was, and this agent—he's actually uh, an inspector. His name is Mike Totino.
0: Okay. So he hooked shout me out up. to Mike Totino. Good Mike looks, Titino.
1: Mike. he actually created my Instagram account. He showed me how to post. He taught me about hashtags, and from there, I've just grown so much on social media. So yesterday's panel was on. How my business has grown through social media. I meet a lot of people. I meet agents, people like you. Yes. You know, I meet so many people on social media, and my business has grown because of it. Because people are able to see who I am, they see the kind of work that I'm doing. They want to collaborate with me. I collaborate with them, and it's just amazing.
0: It's 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 a wonderful it's a wonderful platform. And you said uh, a lot there, and I want to try to digest some of it and really go into it. So let's um. First, you know, again, again, props for the love and support that you had at home that encouraged you to have that push and really go from being a dual agent to a full-time agent yes. and now a broker. What was the job? What were you doing before?
1: So my last job was in human resources. Okay. So I have my master's in public administration and okay. human resources. Um, I wasn't making a lot of money. I worked hard. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always kind of been in the service industry, like helping people. So, like HR, I was doing like leave. Um, people were on like medical leaves and things like that. I would have to help support them with the documents. Before that, I worked for the city of New York investigating child abuse. Ooh. So, at that yeah. point, that, that was stressful. That was, yes. That took a lot out of it my hurts. soul. That yeah. hurts. It hurts. That
0: hurts. Hurt your heart. You feel the pain.
1: Um, I worked for Amnesty International, okay. which was great in HR. Like, I've done a lot of different things, but the last job when I quit, and started real estate full-time, was an HR position.
0: Well, the beauty is, having done all that work, you've been in touch and done so much work with everyday people, you know what they're going through. You know when someone comes to you and says, you know, yeah, I'd like to buy a house, but I only have this or that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so I feel like, you know how you say everything happens for a reason? Yes. So, like, occasionally I'll say, I should have done this a long time ago. But the reality is that everything that I've done has brought me to where I am right now. Absolutely. All the relationships that I built, all of the the training that I've had, the people that I've met, um, it's brought me to where I am now, and it helped me to work with my clients. I have first-time homebuyers who thought they would never be able to buy a home, and they've actually spoken to agents that told them, you know what, maybe call me back in five years.
0: So so, and, <laughs> and go ahead. Yeah, so I, I got I to feel that. You have somebody with a dream, they approach you, and they want to buy a house. And they go to an agent. I finally get the confidence to say, yeah, I don't want to do this. And someone rejected them.
1: Yeah. So I actually had one client who's actually purchased multiple properties since that point. They were, like, straight rejected. Their budget was too low. And that that client, that they, that agent that they spoke to, basically didn't want to work with that price point. So their first uh, property was a co-op. Okay. I and mean, this is a story that I've heard many times. The first property was a co-op. From that co-op, they got another property. And from that first property, they bought an investment property. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't it's a it's a
0: process. It's a
1: process. And you know what? Everyone is not gonna buy the dream home for the first home. Like I didn't have my dream. I don't know about you. Did no, you
0: no, no. Far from it.
1: So just baby steps, you know? Yeah. And so I, I was able to work with her for the co-op. And she sold a co-op. She bought a single family house. Now she has a single family house. She has a multifamily. That's amazing.
0: That 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 that's amazing. And that's what people want to do. They want to dream. And I imagine they come to someone like you because they're looking to work with someone that will help their dream become a reality.
1: I mean, I try. You know, like, I understand, like, if the person is not ready, I'll give them what they need or I'll connect them to people that can help them get ready for the process. But the bottom line is that, you know what? If you really, truly want to be a homeowner, there are things that you need to do. And as long as you do those things, we can make it happen. And so I just, I, I focus on those things. I focus on the positives and I focus on what can we do to get you there.
0: Okay, Let, let's talk about that list a little bit, especially for the first time home buyer that's listening to this, that's thinking about doing this. This podcast is going to drop at the end of the year or maybe the first week of uh, 2022. So, New Year's resolution is always a big time. Yeah. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to save money. I'm going to buy a house. Let's talk about that, that checklist that a first time home buyer should be thinking about that you help them with.
1: So, the checklist, credit. Okay. Pay attention to your credit, your credit is everything. Credit is everything for your personal life. If you have a business, business credit is important. So pay attention to your credit. Pay your bills. Don't take on ne- unnecessary expenses. You know, those things are important. Like pay off those credit cards, those Macy cards, especially during the holidays. Yes. Everybody wants to save yes. that extra 10%, right? Yes. You don't need all those credit cards. No. Don't do it. No. Savings. Yes. Savings is the other thing. Yes. If you want to buy a home, yes, there are grants out there. There are things where that you may be able to get some help. But you have to put some of the work in, right? Save. Start saving. Make sacrifices. My first co-op, I had to save. I didn't go on all the vacations that I wanted to go. I didn't buy the shoes and the things that I wanted to buy. I made sacrifices to be able to save the money to put the 20% down or the 10% down or whatever you need to put down. So savings is very important. And having also a cushion, just in case you do buy something, you have money left over. You're not putting all of your savings into this home.
0: So, so, yeah, I'm going to say, how do you work with people that maybe have never had the habit of saving money? Maybe it was never a conversation in their family. How do they get started with saving money? I'd, I'd love to do everything you say, but I've never saved before. How do I get started with saving?
1: That's a good question. There's a lot of resources out there. There are YouTube channels. There are podcasts. Yes. You know, there are things that can teach you how to do those things. It's it's okay if you've never done it, but what I think you need to do is just commit to trying to do it and making that happen and saying, okay, I want to save. What can I do? Do I get a? Do I read a book? Yes. Do I listen to a book? Do I get a podcast? Do I watch videos on how to save? You know, there there are a lot of resources out there, guys.
0: And they're all in this one little powerful yep. thing that we have in our hand called, called phones. Let me ask you the same question, but about credit. Um, some people have bad credit because they just don't know how credit works. How many people do you come across that's just surprised and don't really have a good understanding of? what their score is and how that's being calculated and held against them. Yeah.
1: So many people just don't like I know people that are just pay in cash. They don't even think about credit. They don't like building credit was never something that they thought about. You know, credit is very, very important. And um a lot of the lenders that I work with, they will show you and teach you what you need to do. Like I've aligned myself with professionals that will be similar to me, a resource to you. Yes professionals that will not just reject you but say, hey, okay, you know what? You're not ready now, but this is what I recommend you do. And then they will check in on you. They'll make sure that you're doing what you should be doing to get to that point if you really do want to buy that home.
0: There you go. You you. It comes back to, to, to the want to. Yes. So we talked about saving. We talked about credits. Um, and you talked about using the resource available. Um, a lot of people talk about using certain credit apps. Are there apps mm-hmm. that you recommend, or is it more important that they work with someone that's in your resource network that can have a real conversation with them? I
1: think the real conversation is always the best. Um, but like Credit Karma, there are things that you – but the, the having that conversation, having that person there to explain things to you, yes. I think is
0: number one. I, I think I think it's everything. I think that's one of the reasons why someone should work with a real estate professional – like you as well, because you're going to talk to them. Mm -hmm. You're going to understand them. You're not going to be the person that says, you know, Kevin, if you only have, you know, $500, this is not a serious conversation. Um, Talk to me about an example of someone that maybe did come to you with not a whole lot of money yet and maybe not the best credit score yet. Um, Have you worked with people over a long period of time to help them build it up?
1: I have. Um, Again, I have... Professionals that I work with that help support my team. Yes. So I've stayed in touch with a lot of clients. I have some lenders that I work with that will stay connected to them because I don't really work in the financial part of it. Of course. I can encourage you. I can tell you, okay, hey, speak to this person, but that's not my thing. Gotcha. So when I connect you to people, those professionals will keep me posted. They'll let me know, hey, Yad, by the way, I've been in contact with so and so, and they're getting closer. They're doing, or Yad, I've been in contact with so and so, and yeah, it's not happening as soon as they're not progressing.
0: I got it. Your, your work is beautiful. You show pictures of none of your listings, your closings, and the people that actually are there so people can see that it's real.
1: Yeah. I, I, I really like to focus on a client. Because of COVID, I really haven't been able to post as many, like, testimonials from my clients, the closings, because they're not allowing us. They're closing that they're not allowing us to attend, which I'm so sad like right. I love being at the closings. Right. Um but I focus on the clients because this is big for them. Right. Buying real estate is a big deal. Yes. And I understand it and I know that they is it's a big deal for them and I want to celebrate them. I want them to do it again. Yes. A lot of my clients become mini investors I call them because they buy they own multiple properties. And even if you have one or two rental properties, that's great. That's it's
0: awesome. Fabulous. It's fabulous especially in this area when you think about the values of co-ops, condos, single family, multi-families. Um, your market is the same as mine. I work Brooklyn, Queens, Nassau, Suffolk, and a little bit beyond that. But that's really my focus point. The values are, are wonderful. What do you yep. think of home values and what's taking place this year?
1: Let me tell you, the market has been bananas. <laughs> um, I actually sold my house in at the end of June. Okay. And I'm buying another house. Beautiful. Um, so I sold at the height of the market. I'm buying at the height of the market. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, you shouldn't do that. I, I'm getting the space that I want. Okay. The rates are still great. I felt that it was okay for me to go ahead and make that move. There are some people that can afford to maybe sell and then rent for a little while. And then if there's a shift in the market, when there's a shift in the market, they can buy then. Um, but the market has been amazing. Absolutely. It's been amazing, and the prices have been like what I sold my house for, like...
0: <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a, that that is a good thing. That's a good thing. Don't don't apologize for it. So, we talked a little bit about first-time home bias, um second-time, third-time home buyers, People that are where you at. That's interesting that you would share that you sold at the top of the market and you bought. What's the anxiety like for you or for your customers that are doing the same thing that's doing both of those things?
1: So, so it depends on what the plan is. Like I have so I have one I have a set of clients now that they sold they got a lot of you know, their equity. They pulled out their equity, basically. When you're selling and you have equity in your home, they got that. They're renting for a year, and they have an arrangement with the landlord that you know, they can break the lease and just give 30 days' notice. So this is a family who took advantage of the market, and they're going to wait and see. They're not going to rush. I've had other family members or clients sell and buy something right away. So it really depends on what your goals are. I'm actually living with my sister right now. Okay. So... I had to wait a little while because my clients are important to me. So I've been so busy, Kevin, <laughs> that I couldn't focus on my own search.
0: Now, now hold I up. I couldn't
1: focus uh, on my own home search.
0: There's a there's a saying that the shoemaker never has any <laughs> shoes. The shoemaker never has any shoes. So yeah. you're so busy taking care of people yeah. that you've put, your dad has taken a step back.
1: I took a step back. But then I, I looked at my family, my kids. I was like, you know what, they're in school. I want them to be settled in. I was like, yeah, you got to prioritize. So yes, I spoke to my team. I'm like, listen, on Saturdays, Yad is looking for her family home, and so you're not going to see me. You know. So my team took care of my, our clients, Yes. and I got to focus on my home search. So we found something. We're waiting. Hopefully it will close in the next month or so.
0: Beautiful. Congratulations Thank in you. advance. Let's talk about your team, and I want to talk about the name first. What's the origin of the name? Tell your team name and tell me what it's all about.
1: So Legacy Team. Yes. Legacy Team. Yes. Why Legacy Team? Um, when I started my team, there were a couple of things. The first thing is that I always believe that real estate is the best best way for you to create wealth. Yes, I absolutely understand that people use real estate to leverage so much to start businesses to get their kids into college. There are so many things that you can do with real estate to help grow okay generational wealth yes so i when I thought about building my team, I thought about what my goals are for my clients, the people that I want to align myself with. Yes. People that care about what they do. So it's not you know, you can make good money in real estate, but it's about the clients. It's about the families that you're helping. Families you're helping them create legacies and generational wealth. Those things are so big. It's, so important.
0: It's 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 everything. Uh In this country, wealth generation, legacy planning, it means everything. And what I like about what you're doing and why I follow you and enjoy it so much is that you're not just talking about today. You're not someone that someone's going to work with and see one time and never hear from you again. I like the story you told earlier from the co-op to the single family to the multifamily. Those are rich conversations of goals and aspirations people have that may not materialize if no one believes in them.
1: So I stay, we stay in touch with our clients. Our clients become friends. I've been to weddings, baby showers. Like We become a close network. And I'm a resource. And I want to be a resource. And I have people like you yes. as a resource as well because you're buying real estate. You need someone to help with your insurance. You need you know, asset protection. You need estate planning. You just need a whole team behind you to make sure that you're not only creating wealth, you're keeping it. Those things are so important. So when I thought about my team... It's not just the realtors that I work with, but my whole entire circle.
0: I got it. And it's all about being a part of the team. I love being a resourceful person. Life is not about me. The sun doesn't rise and set above me. It's about what people need in that moment. And if I don't do it, I'm not the kind of person that's going to open up another business. I don't know. I'll never – people see me spend time with um, realtors or a poster that I was reading the book by the founder of your – company by Gary, Gary Keller, Keller, and everyone's like, Kevin, are you going to real estate? I said, no, this is what I do. I said, "But because I network with realtors, I need to be more resourceful. I need to be uh, more understanding of how hard you work yeah. to do the thing so I could be um, just a better source of knowledge for you. So um, that being said, you mentioned that you use the pandemic as a pandemic and you use that time to get your broker's license. Yeah. Talk to people that's not in the industry about the difference between an age real estate agent and a real estate broker?
1: So a real estate licensed real estate agent, you have to work with a brokerage. You have to have a company that's going to hold your license and you have to work under a broker. Um, so you can't do any real estate unless you're associated with a company or a broker. As an associate broker, if I chose to start Yadlin real estate school or just start my own real estate company, I could literally just go do what I have to do to set up my real estate company, and I could work for myself. I wouldn't have to work under someone else. Right. So being licensed for so many years, I said, okay, you know what? I want to have options. Yes. You know, I want to grow. Maybe my kids will get come into real estate, or maybe I will run a Keller Williams office. Who knows? Right. But I want to have those options.
0: Right. So you just open up more doors to yourself. That's right. By, by doing that. So, yeah, I'm going in another direction. Um, what would you say to somebody that's listening to this, Maybe they're like you. Maybe they do have a full-time job, but they're looking at bringing in multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. How do they get into real estate? Where do you start?
1: So, like, right now there are a lot of there are options. A lot of people are doing it online. Um, I I did mine in person. I, I'm, like, one of those people that I, I want to be in the class. I want yes. to ask questions. Yes. I want to engage. Yes. That's me. Um, but there are other people that can just, you know, if you have another job and you can't. Like, I literally took vacation time to get my license way back then, right? Got it, I got I took, it. I took a couple of weeks off, went to school every day, got my license. Now you can do it online. I think it's a 75-hour course. Okay. You take a school exam once you complete the 75 hours, and then you take a state exam. Okay. Um, once you pass the state exam, the school exam, you find a company that will sponsor you, and you take it from there. Now I will say, being a dual agent, if if you want to really make money in real estate, you have to kind of like block your time. You have to, I don't know if it's called time management because you can't really manage time. Yeah. But you have to set time aside to do real estate. You
0: have to have some calendar in. You have to specifically say Tuesdays from 6 to 9, I'm a realtor, I'm compartmentalized, I'm going to be in that space. Let's stay with that dual agent for a second because I believe Team Legacy is recruiting right now. Yeah. Uh, You're putting up posts, you're acknowledging some wonderful people that you just hired. I think it's awesome because I read the post fully um, you're putting up some people with some pretty impressive backgrounds. Yeah. You know, you aren't putting up people that, you know, just, you know, walked out of wherever. These are people that have done nice jobs, as you have before, people with uh, great education and great work yeah. work history. So someone becomes that dual agent. They study. They have the discipline to do it online, which is the environment that we're in. What sort of training and support does that person receive if they're going to work with, with Team Legacy? Okay.
1: So what you're seeing online is our launch with legacy team program. Okay? okay, what that is is actually a mentorship program. <clears throat> nice. So these are agents, <clears throat> excuse me. These are agents that have recently been licensed. Mm-hmm. They have full-time jobs, right? Okay. And but they 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 want to be serious. Like their goal is to get rid of that that job and focus on real estate full time. So I started the launch program because when I started way back in 17 years ago, I literally just started and I didn't have support. I didn't have guidance. I was just there trying to figure out what to do. And I pretty much learned a lot on my own. Okay. You know, I initiated a lot of trainings and things like that, but I had to kind of figure things out. I just realized that, you know what, sometimes people need support. Like, yeah, give back. Yes. Like you are in a position where you can help other agents. There are agents that can be amazing. All they just need is that support, that push, that good example of how to do good real estate. Yes. So let's do it. So my team and I sat down, we talked about the program, we created the program. And we actually had a big event. We had applications and we actually selected a hand few.
0: Are you kidding? Um, yeah,
1: we, we selected, I think we have four, maybe five. Okay. Um, but they were hand picked. And these were people that seemed very determined. Um, you, saw, you see the background that we're yes. talking about, right? Yeah. And these are people who really, really seem committed because remember, I'm investing time.
0: Absolutely. Which you can't get back
1: into them. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm not wasting my time. I want to make sure that these people are going to. Really take what we're teaching them very seriously.
0: Right. So you're not you're not selling them a dream about come here it's going to be easy you're going to get Absolutely rich overnight.
1: not. As a matter of fact, I'm like you sure you want this. Yes. It's not easy. It's hard. Yes. It's hard work. You yes. have another job, so now you have two full time jobs. Yes. Even though you you think you're doing real estate part time, no, it's another full time job. Because you're Are thinking you about it? this yeah.
0: even while you're doing whatever it is you do by day, you're thinking yeah. about it. if it consumes you. That's what it's going to take to really do a. Uh, well at it and that's that's incredible that you created this program so what was the impetus for creating the program why not use an existing model that was already out there what was you what's unique about your program that didn't exist well, in the current it was real estate just space
1: working with me working with my team like I feel like my team has we are very different but we support each other and I want to create that very supportive background right. you know what I'm saying I want Realtors to work well with other realtors yes if you've ever shown one of my listings if you ever you know approached me or called me, I show you complete respect i I work well you know I'm not a grimy agent there are like agents out there now seriously there are agents yeah. out there that will tell you don't call me before 10 o'clock in the morning and hang up on you there are agents that won't return your calls there Wait. are agents that won't give you access to their properties so
0: let me get a, let me get a timeout um Real estate insurance, kind of the same business, different sides of the same coin. One of the things that I know is I have to talk to people when they have time to talk. And this is not a nine-to-five world. People don't go to work at nine and get off at five. This is New York. where In order to make it, people have to hustle around the clock. So sometimes I may not be able to talk to you until nine o'clock when I get off or seven o'clock in the morning before I come in.
1: I mean, I respect, you know, like if you can't talk to someone, like, okay, don't answer the call and then you get back to me. But I'm talking 9 o'clock in the morning, not even p.m. So, like, I've had agents hang up on me because I call them at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's just disrespectful. This is a business. You know, we yes. work together. So what, you know, I think the program is, you know, I'm teaching them what I feel is important. You know, lead generating is important. Respect. Good business. I have a lot of realtors from different companies that will be excited if they see that I have a listing because they know they're going to get in. Yes. They know that if they send me an offer, that offer is going to be presented. Yes. That's that's that's
0: amazing that that really really matters that really really matters and accessibility um I like to say it's not my quote I've heard it availability is your best ability yeah. no matter what else is behind that if you're not available it really doesn't matter it really it really doesn't matter so let's talk about your your speech yesterday you're talking to Realtors about lead generation, yep. I imagine that you're talking to some gray beards like me uh, <laughs> that may not have be active on social media yeah. right now. How did you walk them through for that person that's like wants to do it, but they came from a different generation, a different place in time? How did you, uh, what did you, what did you say to them? And you
1: have people around you. Yes. You have people around you. Like I told you, I just told you that I had someone set up my Instagram yes. page for yes. me. Like I had no idea. Yes, yes. Six years ago, I had no idea. He literally was like, "Yeah, come over here, set up my account, posted a picture, taught me about hashtags." I had no idea. A year later, not even a year later, I'm on the front, the the cover of the real estate section of Newsday, top ten or top twenty realtor to follow on Instagram because of him. Let's go. Five minutes to show me about this, and that's
0: and that's the beautiful thing from his five minutes. You're on the front cover of Newsday, and they're talking about it. And talk about lead generation, that's a heck of a lead generation that's strategy, it. yeah, and
1: I, I I still get calls. People still are able to find that article and call me because of it. you know, so my my point is that there's always someone around you that can help you, and you have to want to do it like I didn't stop after he did that one post. I had to do a little more research, yes. I had to learn how yes. to take photos i had you know I had to do my own work. If you want this, you got to put the work in, right? so it doesn't matter. If Facebook is your thing, then focus on Facebook for a while. And yes. then, you know, find another platform that works best for you. I work, you know, I post on Facebook, Instagram. I'm not a TikToker yet. <laughs> Maybe I'll be TikToking. We, soon. We, you, don't,
0: you don't know. We might do a TikTok here today. Hey, I don't know. We 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 might, <laughs> we might drop some beats and dance right here on y'all right now. You you never, never, you never know. But what you said, the principle of it is right. It's constantly training. I had a friend of mine that put me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him why I didn't want to do it. And this goes back past... Uh, six years ago, probably 2010, something like that. And he put me down. He said, Kevin, you have to. And he's a photographer. That's mm-hmm. his business. Shout out to D-Matt, Daryl Matthews, VidCon Filmworks. He made me do it. He got me in that place. And it's game changing. Fast forward to today. I like Instagram a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great for my real estate network because you guys put up your beautiful artwork to post. Yeah. You know, the the, the homes are beautiful.
1: What I say is that as a realtor, like, that's your portfolio. Yes. Like, I spend money on professionals. Like, I spend money on professional photos. Yes. I'm investing in my business. Yes. Okay, I'm not going to take my cell phone and walk around and take photos with my cell phone. I pay for photos because this is my portfolio. When people see my page, when they go to Instagram Yadlin. Yes. Go to that page, you're going to see professional photos. Yes. That's important.
0: It's very important. The whole professional presentation, it is everything. It really, really matters. Your expertise is real estate mine is insurance and a photographer's expertise is that picture yep. and it matters it it matters big time it matters big time what was your feedback like from some of the people were they happy with what you shared some yeah, people feel like I, was, gonna... I
1: felt I was like so happy yesterday I was such in such a good mood because it was like I said it, it was an honor for me to even be a part of that um, I had agents from all over like the tri-state region reaching out to me yes Yes. Um, I gained a bunch of followers, which was great. Yes. You know, the messages, you know, I, like I said, I've been working on pushing myself to speak in public. So that was also like, I was sweating and I was very <laughs> nervous, you know, but they couldn't tell. And, you know, people would, yeah, yeah, you were awesome. Yeah. Yes. Great information. You know, and I also, the, the other p- panelists, they're, like I said, they're top, top agents. Right. So now I'm. In communication with them, you absolutely, know? and I can learn from them as well.
0: Absolutely, so. you teach them social media; they teach you another uh, yeah, path or process market, that's whatever. worked for them, yeah. and and everybody grows together. That's this is right. New York; it's eighteen million people. There's plenty of business for everybody. Absolutely. Where you'll never step on anybody's toes. So, yeah, you talked about giving back in the sense of helping those agents, mentoring new agents, but. There's another part of you that parallels with how I run my business. One of the main reasons I wanted you here. Two things I saw that you do in terms of giving back that I'd like to talk about. Um, number one, I love how you spotlight small businesses. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit, about what you do, you and your team, how it got started, yeah. and some of the businesses you spotlighted.
1: So it got started after the quarantine when things opened up. You know, a lot of businesses were hurt, you know, financially. And so real estate is, is, is a great thing because when you're buying a home, you're not just buying that house, you're buying within a community. Yes. So we just sat down and thought about how can we give back to our community? Like, we're, we're doing business in these communities. Yes. So let's help these business owners by spotlighting them. Yes. And just, like, letting people know that, hey, they're open. Hey, we went there. We, we had a good time. Try them out. And that's how it started. And it's been amazing. You know, I see a lot of other people are doing that. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Just keep it up. Like,
0: our our friends, our friends in the restaurant industry, they got devastated. Yeah, uh, I was disappointed. I went to Manhattan maybe two weeks ago for the first time in a while, and seeing all those small places close it was it, as devastating. So, uh, shout out to you and your team for doing that, going to these places, kind of not only helping that community, but through IG, you were helping the rest of us get comfortable. With going back out, right? You we know, yeah. all cooked a lot at home, and, and that's good. But eating out is part of it. You got to yeah. get out the house. Sometimes somebody yeah. has to bring me a beverage. And, I need that. <laughs> and I like to eat. Yes, I'm not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not opposed me an to food. To go out to eat. Yeah,
1: something that I just started recently with my boys is brunching with my boys. There you, you know, go. I work hard, and sometimes I don't get to hang out. So I was like, you know what? Let me just take my boys out to brunch. And I'm going to let them choose the place. Because okay. I, I want them to know that there's more than just burgers and pizza, right? Yes. And they're learning about the communities that I work in. They're learning about different cuisines and things like that. I want them, you know, to just learn and grow. So we started doing brunching with my boys. And so tell me
0: where you've been. Where'd you, where'd you guys?
1: So we went Prime, I think it's Prime House in Garden City. Let's go. There's a place that we went to also, I think it's in Garden City, which was called Kiko Ramen.
0: I, Is that right? I, I love ramen noodles. noodles. Yes. It was so good. Yes.
1: So stuff like that, a couple of diners.
0: And, and for everybody listening, this is not the ramen noodles, the oodles of noodles that no, you make at home. It is not. This is not the ramen noodles that, that I ate when I was saving <laughs> for my first <laughs> house. Uh, but this is this is uh, the real thing. This is this is nice. Yeah. Yeah, and so. these are their choices.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm having fun with them. You know, I'm letting them say, "Hey, let's try this," and and I'm spending time with them. So it's not like a whole video thing. It's like you know, let them you know take photos of what they're eating. What do you think about the place? And, you know, that's it. And I hang out with my boys.
0: So speaking of hanging out with your boys, you and the family went on a wonderful vacation recently. Where'd you guys go?
1: So the last vacation was in Aruba. Aruba? They love Aruba. Aruba? Yeah, that's like our place so far. That's the go-to? Yeah, so Uh, far.
0: That's the go-to? Yeah. Did some activities? Did some water stuff?
1: Yeah, we did. We did like, we. my kids love the ocean. So, you know, we did the snorkeling. Okay. We didn't do jet skis because they're too young. And I'm a little nervous about those things. Uh, we went to water parks, but it was just nice. Aruba is one of those islands where just the weather is just perfect. doesn't matter when you go. It's right. just beautiful. Even all year round. And they love the iguanas. you know. Nice. So we went to Aruba and I think, in August. And I think in May for my birthday, we went to St. Martin. Love it. So that was nice. So we do a lot of islands. I like warm vacations.
0: Yes. No, no, no. You have to. We, li- we live with this, <laughs> and uh, it's bad. My eyes went in my head because I was trying to think of when I last went to St. Martin. I said, just too long, Kevin. Just know that you got to get out of here. Real, real soon um how old are the boys
1: so my 10 year old is turning 11 good and i have a 12 year
0: old so beautiful back to back beautiful and you're right about those jet skis i have fallen off of jet skis twice in the water both times with my sons oh. on my back and i'm not a great swimmer yeah. so uh bad times for me so be patient listen to your head listen to your heart until you tell us to yourself that you're ready so yeah. we talked about giving back to the community and spotlighting uh, having a spotlight on businesses but you also shared giving back to Haiti recently. Yes. Let's talk about that.
1: So, you know, we're global citizens. You know, yes. It's not just about here on Long Island. It's not just about being here in New York. Whatever happens in the world, I think it impacts us. And um, I just think it's important to pay attention to what's happening and to just see what you can do as an individual to help. So just giving back to, to Haiti because they've been through so much. Yes. Um. This at the end of the year. So if this is if this if you air this before the year is over, I'm going to allow the followers to choose another organization. And in December, whatever commission that I make, I'll give a percentage back to that organization. Outstanding. So you know things like that. It's important. Like when you make money, you, you should be sharing it. You, you have,
0: have to. You have to give it back. Yeah. And and when, whenever we do this, if uh, it doesn't proceed before then, there's another charity you're working with. I love giving back, and I love looping the business. And so shout out to you. Beyond, uh, and I agree with you, citizens of the world. What happens to any of us happens to all of us. Exactly. Right now, we have a supply chain problem in the world that's affecting like everything, like restaurants Every closing, not because they don't have enough customers, because they don't have the burgers or the fries or the whatever it is they need. Yep. There are uh, supply trucks sitting in the water in different places. So we definitely, the world is getting smaller, and we need each other now more than than, ever. than, than we ever ever have before, more than we ever have before. So definitely, definitely, definitely. You always have a couple of people with you on your team that I see in most of your, your, your videos. Who are those people?
1: So we have Janice, Janice James. She was actually like, I call her the, the original team member. So okay. She's been there from day one. Okay, um, And Natalie, um, Natalie Mitchell-Cain, she actually has been a realtor for a year, like maybe 14 months. She's been amazing. They're both like Super amazing, super creative, passionate about what they do. Um, I trust them. And what I love about our team is that we care about each other. You know, We care about each other. It's not just about making money. It's about, for me, as a team leader, I want to make sure, like, if you have other goals, how can I help you reach those other goals? You want to start another business? How can I help you start that business? How can I support you? You know, what can we do? And we care about each other. We care about where we're headed. We care about family members. It's, it's A great relationship.
0: So when you were saying that I was listed, but I was thinking about the HR manager in you. Mm -hmm. How much of that comes from your corporate background in HR management and understanding maybe getting those surveys, well, yeah, the reason I'm leaving this company is because nobody cared about me. Nobody ever asked me anything about me.
1: (laughs) The exit interviews, yes, I love those. But it's just, you know, I feel like, when you, again, when you're hiring people on your team, you have to know who you're working with. I've, I've learned, because I've had other team members that just it didn't work out. Yes. And I've learned that just because people want to work with you doesn't mean that you should be working together.
0: Absolutely. Not, not.
1: So just really, really being thinking about what you want, thinking about your goals, making sure that your goals align with the other team members, making sure that you can work well with each other, and you trust each other. That's important.
0: Uh, it's everything and you're also building a, a culture yeah you're building a culture of the way that you do business here so i imagine someone to join your team i say yeah you know i'm gonna leave insurance i'm coming to you mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is i'm great after 12 o'clock because nobody calls me before 12 o'clock i'm good money mm-hmm. would that work for your team
1: I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to dig deeper into that. You know, I'm not going to just give you an answer, but we'll dig deeper into that. I got it. I got it.
0: No culture and team dynamics is is everything. I'm very grateful um, of having 20 years on the inside of my company before I started my business because I know a lot about those dynamics, and I think of myself as a coach and a leader more than an insurance salesperson because I want to coach people, and I want their goals. If they're happy, then you're going to be happy. You're going to get better business results by being sensitive to their needs than being goal-oriented, goal-oriented, goal-oriented.
1: You know what, Kevin? I, I really never thought of myself as a leader. I've never thought of myself as a coach. But I realized that you have impact on people, right? The things that you do, people are seeing you. People are drawn to you. And I feel like if you have a responsibility, I have a responsibility. If you see that people are looking up to you I feel like you have a responsibility to kind of work with that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I, I've never seen myself as a leader, and then here I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, you're, and you're here. So,
0: so yeah, I got to ask you. So my my theme for this whole season is hashtag change the narrative. The reason I came up with that theme was because um, of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I started this whole podcast during the pandemic. It was my therapy to be able to stay in front of and talk to people. When I couldn't get out and network, you and I met at a networking event. Uh, shout out to, to Maddie G, Matt Garland. Um, so now that we're moving forward and we're changing the narrative, you talked earlier about your fear of public speaking. How did you change the narrative and overcome that?
1: I just had to, okay, so here, here's the thing. I had to say, okay, do you have a fear of public speaking, or do you have a fear of not getting like a fear of not getting what you want. Like which one is stronger? Like I had to think about that. Right. Like I know that I want certain things for my family, for myself. And if public speaking is a part of it, then I just have to get over it. I have to do what I have to do to get over it. So I thought about that. I'm like, okay, yeah, practice makes perfect. You know yes. that. Yes. Right? Yes. So just do it. Yes. Start off small. Yes. Write down your ideas. What do yes. you want to talk about? Yes. And that's what I did. Nice. That's what I did, and I'm still working on it, guys. So I hope I'm okay.
0: We're no, you're doing, you're <laughs> doing fantastic, and we're all a work in progress. Um, and I firmly believe if you're not working outside of your comfort zone, you're not really trying. So we all have comfort zones, things that come easy, but that that goal that you're really trying to reach is on the other side of your comfort zone, yeah. and you got to go. Nobody's going to take you there. Yeah.
1: So I mean, may, soon I'll probably be speaking in person. You know. That's going to be different. I know that I'm going to have to do it, and I'm preparing myself for that. You
0: well, know? you you you're, you're going to do fantastic because you speak for a living. When you're showing a house, that's public speaking. It might be uh, the same. two people.
1: It's two people. I'm talking <laughs> hundreds, maybe thousands. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Speak Who knows? life. I want to be
1: open to those opportunities.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. So so Matt, we shouted you out earlier. Oh, get her, <laughs> like get her stage. <laughs> on stage. Earn your leisure Matt when is- you.
1: Matt is another person who's been so supportive of my business. Like, yes, he's pushed me. He's like, "Yeah, you got to do this. You need to do this. Yes. Do more videos." Matt has been such a great support for me. So yes, I have to shout him out. Thank I'm you. A, I'm,
0: a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I want you on stage at Earn Your Leisure. I've never been there, <laughs> but I want I want you to um I want you to be there. So. I actually
1: did something for them early on. Okay, and there were a couple of hundred people there, and I was so nervous. JFK? No, it was somewhere in Brooklyn, downtown okay. Brooklyn. Okay, um, that was before JFK. So they it started getting bigger, but it, that was like big for me. There was a couple hundred people somewhere at Park Slope, Brooklyn. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I spoke for like maybe five or five minutes, but that was so scary for me. But it worked. I'm still here, right? I love it. I love
0: it. You're you're, you're doing you're doing extremely well. You're you're crushing it. Um hope we've done a good job letting people get to know you as a realtor, mom, person that gives back, or mentor. Is the legacy team recruiting right now? What are, you, what are you looking for to join the legacy team in 2022?
1: So we are always looking for
0: hustlers. Hustlers, okay. People that
1: are really willing. Like, So the first thing about legacy team is that you have to be a full-time agent. So that's why I did the launch mentorship okay. program because these agents are not full-time. But, you know, eventually they'll become full-time. So if I find an agent from the launch that's amazing, that works as hard as I do, Yes. That cares about the team. Yes. So it's not just about you as an individual. You think about the team, you go out, you find opportunities for the team. Hey, you never know. So I'm, I'm always looking for talent.
0: So part of a team in, in real estate culture, and I'm just observing on the outside looking at does that mean if I'm on the team, if I have a listing or a showing that you show up to show support? Okay. So if there's multiple people there, you can help walk them through and make yeah, sure. Yeah, we,
1: we we work together. Like open houses, you're not. It's not safe for you to do an open house on your own. So like, if you ever come to one of our open houses, there's probably about two, three people there. Okay, we want to make sure that our agents are safe, and then also we're safeguarding the uh, client's property. You know, absolutely. Strangers are coming into their home, so we help support each other. Like I was on vacation. I told you I took a Saint Martin, Aruba. Business is still happening while Has I was go. on the beach. My girls, they went on vacation too. We w- made sure that the deals closed and clients were taken care of, and that's how we support each other.
0: It has to. Things have to keep going, and uh, definitely, if you want to go far, you have to have a team. I could not breathe without my yeah. team. I probably don't tell them enough, but I will. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get better. Always tell them how much I appreciate them and the shared vision that we have and the shared goals that we yeah. that we have is absolutely awesome, absolutely wonderful. Yeah, what didn't I ask about you that the people should know? I feel like you asked me just about everything. Is that right? Okay. I feel like you, you did. Okay. Well, my, my closing question is always the same. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you? And uh, and what, what are we looking forward to next?
1: So you can follow me on Instagram. I love that platform now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At Yadlin, Y-A-D-L-Y-N-D. And also I have my team page, Legacy Group Properties, on Instagram. And you can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, Pretty much Yadlin. If you just Google Yadlin, you'll find me. Um, A lot of things are happening. Again, we're growing our mentorship program. Our team may be expanding um, different locations, stuff that I can't talk about now, but there's a lot happening. um, Where If there's anyone out there that's looking to get into real estate, reach out. If there's anyone that's currently in a, a situation or they're in real estate but they're not thriving, reach out. Um, I think that it's always important to be in a learning-based type environment. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to put in the time. I happen to be in a really, really good environment, and I can share that those resources with you. So, hey, just reach out.
0: Outstanding. So Yad, Yadlin, I mentioned earlier, there's so a reason why she goes by one name. My last two seasons I have closed with powerful women that can be, that are influencers and that can help and encourage other women That's why you're here. That's why you're doing my final show. I think you're phenomenal. Uh, The way that you're working, the way you work with your group, and the way that you're working with others, I think it's the path of the future. So I definitely support, encourage, endorse everyone. Please follow Yadlin. She's so phenomenal. She goes by just (laughs) one name.
1: Thank you so much, Kevin. I, I had a blast being here. Thank you for your support. Um it means a lot to me to know that you see us and that you want to see us grow and just do amazing things and are willing to be a partner in that. So Oh absolutely thank
0: you. That, absolutely that's what it's all about. That's right. So anybody that watch, if you like what you see here, please follow Yadlin first. Also subscribe to the YouTube link below. Click on notifications so you can find out when these awesome shows are up and see who we have for next season. Yeah, you're here because a lot of people told me. I asked people who should be my next guest, and your name came up repeatedly from different circles. So you don't have to answer me now, but you have to help me get my next phenomenal guest. All right, I'll
1: start working up
0: a list. Beautiful. Got you. Beautiful. Peace. That's a wrap for season three. Wind down with Kev.